Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Untamed Mind podcast. And today we have our first guest. I know I've been promising after who knows how long, um, probably since the first time I did this podcast. Um, but I decided to bring on a really good friend actually one of my best friends in the world and her name is miss pris would you like Hello. to oh okay all right i was about to say would you like to introduce yourself <laughs> that i did <laughs> all right so one of the main reasons why I chose you is one, we talk a lot, all the time. Gaming, after gaming, um, while we're watching movies, doing stuff around the house, like for real. Um, we've been friends for how long? Five years now? Actually, mm -hmm. longer. It's been longer. Could be. It's been <laughs> six years. Because we met on PlayStation, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, during Destiny, right? No, 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 no. Because I remember it was a Friday night. It was February. Um, I remember because we were playing with our good friend Brad um and he was oh, friends okay. with you and then um we got on a lobby on gta and think that's where we met and that's where we um became friends and all that and i visited you a couple of times <laughs> in real life mm -hmm. so yeah we definitely. i think I think that solidifies us as really good friends, right? like best friends. So, correctly, yeah. I agree. <laughs> so, this whole coronavirus thing—it's been crazy. I know me living closer to a bigger city; it's like hectic, but you know. I just want to know how it is over there. Like, how is everything being ha um, handled over there? Well, I'm on the East Coast. Um, mm. In the cities, I think it's probably the same as within your city. Um, but when you're in a royal area like me, it didn't hit until later. Um, just recently, um, actually just last week, we only had eight cases in my county which now has doubled or even tripled now. Um, I had gotten laid off of work just this week, um, which mm. was an essential job. But I knew from them ladies always talking in my office, you know, how many. I'm not too sure how many is in my county right now. Um, so it's just hitting here now, whereas it hit all of you guys probably weeks ago. And it's it really depends like with they're going by county to county instead of doing it as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, all the other counties around here slowly, each County did they do their curfew and slowly instead of just being like, Hey, the whole state's on lockdown. 
they did ours by county because I live in Pennsylvania, which is a commonwealth. So they do it by each county. And our county just now is starting to get curfew. Um, no. They putting... Yeah, I... I think if they all would have did everything as a whole, it might have never even hit here. Holy but because shit. they still let people go out and do things because it wasn't here yet, I feel that that let other people back in. Um, actually, the only reason we started getting it here was because a family took a trip to Florida and was allowed to back, allowed to come back in. Oh, and then shit. our first case got it here and went to the hospital and he's on a ventilator and in very bad condition so is his son um and they're athletes his son's an athlete he was one of mm -hmm. the one of the schools here is one one of the great you know uh, football players here and stuff and he's not he's he's having a time of it so um it doesn't matter i don't think if you're healthy or not i think it just matters how hard it hits you and what you did like I think if you're traveling, you don't have as much means to clean everything up and do that kind of stuff, gargle mm -hmm. with salt water, all that kind of stuff that they tell you. You know, when you're at home, you have all them opportunities to do that. But when you're traveling, you have to deal with what you got. So I'm pretty yeah. sure that that's what happened. Yeah, no, that's what we're – because before we started the podcast, we were talking about, like, um, like hygiene and mm -hmm. how workplaces – are really should be. handling it or should be. Yeah. They should have a lot of the things that are they're putting in place should have been. Oh yeah, no. Um, I, I, I agree. feel like a lot of places really started slacking on how clean things would be. It, you know, especially fast food restaurants. Like I don't know how many times I went to a fast food restaurant and there was still stuff from the last person that sat there. Mm -hmm. Um that kind of stuff. I mean, regular restaurants where they seat you, a lot of them would wipe down, but I don't think as much. Like, I, I, you'll see the wall right beside where a kid was where there's still their handprints and stuff like that. I think, I think really every night industries, restaurants, uh, convenience stations, all of that, it should always be completely wiped down. That used to be protocol. I, I don't know if it still is. I'm sure it's all on other walls and stuff, but I don't know if they actually enforced it before this. Yeah, well, because I – well, I'm not going to give a fuck right now because they're closing it – like they're closing the business down anyway. They're closing 320 stores from what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. Um. So when I was working at GameStop, um, we had stuff to clean – like the bathrooms to wipe down the counters but mm -hmm. before closing we didn't really wipe down the fucking games the games right. weren't wiped down or anything like that we just and i'm organized. wondering why that wasn't protocol at the time considering how many people touch them oh so I'm it should have been because of, well i think it's because <laughs> of time they don't want to pay people for that extra time and that's the oh, yeah. problem Clint, no, that's... like like that's where i'm saying they don't want to pay people like like at my job i worked in the office we all we would they would tell us take the time out to clean out your stuff like before this happened especially during the winter 
Mm-hmm. Our bosses wanted us and would be on the phone. The owner of the company would want us to wipe down our area. He didn't want us to get sick. He didn't want people to get the flu, him and her. They always would have us wipe things down. They're very, very good people to give you time to do that. And that's where they didn't mind you stopping work to clean your area and stay healthy. And that's where, and we worked in an office environment, not even in any other where other people are there all the time. But they knew we would leave and come back. We would leave and go to the store and do this and do that you know, all night and next day or stop in the morning or our lunch, we would leave and come back. They wanted, they wanted to make sure that we were as healthy as possible. So that's where I think other businesses should have always thought that the time's worth it Mm. because the longer your employees are healthy, the more they can work for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but honestly, like, this should be a, a wake up call to all businesses. Um, like they should take precautions and they should really um, take steps to be more hygienic. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know. After the quarantine, I don't know how they're going to approach it honestly like well i think they should just approach it with all of the things that i've worked for fast food places in my past i actually was a cleaning person um i think what they need to do is that they need to enforce their plans that's already there they've had the plans there they, they have it there. They just need to enforce it. This is actually a part of your job to clean this when you're in food or when you're in almost anything. When a plumber comes to your home, they can't just leave everything. They clean up. They, at least as far as I know, any plumber I've known really cleans mm-hmm. up the environment that they were in. Right. Or even a construction worker cleans up. They, they might look mad dirty when they leave, but they clean up the area that they had messed up in your home. And that's where, you know, at least they're supposed to, I usually have seen that, but I'm not, I'm sure there's those that haven't, I'm not saying either way. I'm saying, you know, so when people are handling your food or handling, you know, um, you know, just money all day, your cashiers, things like that, they should let them leave and go wash their hands regularly. They should always have, you know, I, I feel like the business itself should always have where they ha- will be able to use hand sanitizer because they're touching that stuff all the time. Mm. Um, it, it, and give them them a couple minutes instead of working them like workhorses. And, and these, these people have been essential this whole entire time. And I feel like they're always overlooked of how important their job is. Because, you know, their jobs where they're working constantly and people act like it's such an easy job. But to be clean all the time is not an easy job, obviously, mm-hmm. because if it was, this wouldn't have broke out the way that it has. Like right. even a cleaning person, it is not it, people think it's easy to clean. I would love like it is not easy to clean things the way that it's supposed to be cleaned. Oh, yeah. No, it's easy to Most look definitely. like you clean something. But to actually clean 
and disinfect and make sure things are correct. You, you know, um, me being a person that had cleaned for businesses, I was always given very high regards in how well I cleaned it and all because I knew that I wanted to take pride in that and I wanted it to look clean and be clean when it was done. Um, mm-hmm. No matter what your job is. Yeah. Um, so, but this, this virus definitely, I feel like um, that's one of the, the reasons it's there. Some people aren't taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, that's because it didn't hit home yet. It didn't hit them. And that, and that's why they never made the restrictions at some point. Um, now I know that, you know, they're starting to, but I don't know in your area, but we've had a lot of problems with people having big gatherings. Yeah. And them getting fined, arrested and stuff. Um, they're, they're starting to enforce that. Um, oh, yeah, no. Like, mm-hmm. um, cause, cause, you know, I walk Rocco from time mm-hmm. to time and all that. And, you know, this past week before, you know, the governor was like, hey, you should probably really stay inside. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I saw cops actually walking a beat, like a street beat. They're not in their cars. They're actually going on a street beat. Because like, I, I, that's the best. Like, if they have to stop their car, turn around, they can run. If they find someone right there. I mean, they're they're taking it seriously. Oh yeah, uh-huh. no. Um, but also the other thing of it is, is like they're shutting down all the public parks and all that, too. Mm-hmm. And they're well, just I think that's making sure because of the interaction. I don't, you know, like if people would keep like still right here, that hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. But I think it's eventually going to happen. Um. Because I know someone who works actually in a a store that's a necessity store to be open um, because of the items that they sell. And she changes her gloves repeatedly and does stuff. But she literally has to tell people to back away from her. They still want to come up one and close to. And she tries to do all the distancing things that, that is, you know, required Mm-hmm. And she tries to let them know because we haven't had to do the mask thing yet, which I'm all for. Um, I'm actually going to make cute ones myself. Um, oh, I'm I all see that. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. But um, I feel but you have to make sure it's a breathable fabric, but a fabric that can hold water. That means that or liquid. You don't want it to spit through. Mm. You want to make sure that it kind of if you splash water on it, it makes sure that it doesn't seep right through um a lot of people are saying two ply i'm gonna do like a four as long as i can breathe through it and i might even do where you can insert like a coffee filter um they say the coffee filter helps just as much but it would look prettier if it was in a little mask Mm. um if you Um, have any extras of those yeah well all right i shall i should um tell everyone Miss pris is a bona fide badass um because i know you came from a military background and pretty much like you're 
grandfather and your father pretty much um prepped you for just in case shit went down and all that that they did <laughs> that they did um yeah. got to learn how to snipe pretty good um mm. from my grandpa and what guns were about and all of that um from my father i've learned everything from fishing how to fillet it cook it all of that stuff how to how to skin things and, and kill them if need be, but in the most humane way, because he was not actually a hunter, but he had taught me it, how to mm. catch snakes to get them away from you, you know, all kind. well, some of them I know which ones you can eat, which ones not. He definitely was on me where to find springs and how to, like, he was worried about it. I don't, I don't know why it was years and years ago, but um, they told me how to live off the land a little bit and stuff like that. I think um, that part I'm not worried about. It's other humans mm. that I realized that you had to start worrying about the riots, the um, the inconsideration for each other. And I hope that people don't do that yeah. um, because I understand their fear and I understand that they become very, um, I would have to say, we're mammals, mammal-like. And when the leaders of a herd or a herd get scared, they panic. And that's what even animals do it. You know, elephants, all of them or anything, they'll stampede. And that's mm -hmm. what a riot is. It's like a stampede. And I hope that everyone will just look at each other and try to help. I understand, hey, yeah. I understand everybody might get to a point to where you might not have any food and you might have to ask. I know it would be hard. Or if you notice someone needs food and they can't ask because of their pride, just give it to them. Don't make them ask. Mm. Like those kind of things. Um, if it gets to that. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to get to that. I, I think mainly um, everybody needs to like, like I was saying, just really watch your elderly. They're more susceptible um, in people who are compromised, like if you know that your niece or your nephew has asthma, don't go over just in case you're carrying it. No, you want to see them, but, but kind of don't, you mm. know, little things like that. It, it's the little things yeah. I think. Yeah. And I know, I know a lot of people are struggling with that because what this whole pandemic really showed me is that human beings are really fucking weird. Like, I've known people that I've known for a very long time. And they're having trouble. Like, they're like, I, they're admitting to the fucking world in social media, like, they need a hug. People need a hug. And with this whole social distancing and all that, like, it's really difficult and all. That's because they're social creatures. Yeah, we are it, social creatures. Yeah, they are. We are like any other, like I said, herd. Like, we are like any other mammal. Most mammals are not solitude. You find some of us that can be, that is, of our species. 
but mostly they are they need contact um i don't i usually am okay being alone but i did just get laid off so i'm not sure you know 15 days completely straight on i i don't know how i'll be um mm-hmm. i'm trying to keep my distance um as much as possible um but still helping you know my mother's yeah. older she's 70 so i am going to have to um go to the store for her drop it off on her porch i'm trying not to even i haven't seen her i was used to always taking um going to lunch or dinner with her on a regular basis and i haven't done that in weeks um and I think it. I think that's who even it will hit more because she's alone. Um, and even though my brother lives in the apartment under her, he still has been distancing himself from her, keeping himself clean, doing that. He'll buy stuff for her, leave it for her. We're we're really trying to make sure she's good. Plus, a lot of people in my family have little babies. Um, or is pregnant. We got, we, you know, so we have to kind of keep that distance. Um, and I live, I was working out, you know, so I was worried since I was actually in contact with other human beings on a regular basis, touching papers, you know, computers, fax machines, all of that stuff, copy machines, all of that eye printers, all of that stuff. I, I was worried about bringing it to anyone. Um, you know, even though it wasn't abundant yet in my County, you know, but now it's starting to splurge up. And I, I don't know. I think if they just shut everything down completely told people to get food that they needed and all that. And I understand that people would have felt that they are being controlled. Mm hmm. And I understand that, but this isn't a plague Mm. per se where like everything's oozing and they have no idea. They know what it is and it could be easily curable and not transmittable if people weren't around each other or touching. Even in your own home, say you got it, you're in your own home. One person gets it, you clean everything, you keep that person in a room you shove stuff under the door, you leave it for a long period of time every time you do it or whatever, it would get, you could get rid of it. Yeah. Some things you can't get rid of, like because of bugs and all of that. It's not, it doesn't live on animals, bugs, all of that stuff. I'm not saying animals, you can't like, like the animal, of course, if you're touching them and it gets it on them. But I'm saying it's not like a flea carries it or it has a carrier that's outside of us. It, it's within mm. each other. Right. Which is a little bit more curable, I would say. Yeah. Um, I was listening to another podcast, and they had a specialist on. And pretty much, like, they were saying that in order for us to get, like, the beginning stages of a cure, mm-hmm. it's going to at least take a year. Um, and then they're, what they're waiting right now to do is waiting out like for it to su- spread to they're testing it and mm-hmm. and they're just doing that alone. And but what's 
making it more difficult is that people are still going out and all that. And, like, with... I get your concern with... um with trying to go shopping for your parents and all that because my parents you know they're at that high risk age so pretty much i'm gonna go have to pay the bills for them like you know go in person Mm -hmm. and then until everything shuts down um yeah, then I'm just Yeah, and then you have to watch how because and then you have to watch, you know, the contact that you have with them after. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, all the time. Like that that's like I live like I said I live alone. So if mm-hmm. I go to the store, I come home and I throw my clothes in the basket for laundry and laundry them and get a shower, I'm okay. Yeah. But when you come home and there's other people and you're just even worried about that and there's multiples um, of that situation, I'm I'm sure you feel at more high risk. Not that you guys aren't better off because you have each other, but then again, it still has a bittersweet feel because every single one of you, like me, if I get if I get contaminated, it's just me. Yeah. If you get contaminated, it's you, and then Everybody you have to worry else. about all the people in your household. Yeah. And that's where there's a big difference of worry, concern, making sure all of that. Like it, it's definitely, um, you know, a lot to think about what's going on there. Um, and I know people keep saying washing your hands and stuff like that. Well, I feel like people already should have. One thing that I will add to it, one thing that I think a lot of people don't do is I think people need to get a nail brush and they're Mm. available at your dollar store for like a buck, 50 cents, where you scrub underneath your nails. Um, Guys, girls, I have them because I always have long nails. They're all throughout Mm. every sink of my house. I've had them for years and years and years. Yeah. Um, But I think a lot of workplaces don't have them and I think a lot of other people people don't have them i feel like that that's something that should be a necessity um because a lot of germs and stuff live underneath people's nails and you can wash your hands all you want you can wash them wash them and rinse them Mm. and then still you rinse it off you dry your hands but right underneath that nail will be a little bit of something and then you go to grab a sandwich and a lot of people eat with their hands they eat and it goes right in their mouth yeah. So the nail brushes, I I feel, are a big key of being cleanly with your hands. Um, you can even scrub the little tops around your cuticles, but honestly, right underneath your nails. People who don't have nails, I get it, or the people who bite their nails, please don't. I'm trying to get used <laughs> to not. Um, yeah. But uh, sorry, but I'm just saying. But but I feel like cleaning under your nails it is um. I feel like that would be a pretty big deal because I don't think that people understand how much can get under them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and actually sometimes you're, when you're trying to even wash your hands, it, it's almost just like if you've ever, if you've ever cut a flower before you run it into water or cut it underwater, it makes a little bubble to protect itself. So actually water don't go up in it. 
So mm-hmm. there's an airtight little bubble, and that's what happens underneath your nails. It will have a little bubble under there, air bubble. So the water never hit it, or nothing ever hit it, even the soap. So it's always contaminated under there. Um, If you ever were a kid and like you ever put something go down and then there's that air thing over top of uh, like, say you put a bowl in water and there's still Mm. air at the top. That's like kind of what happens. Oh shit. I actually never thought of that. Yeah. You got to wash it underneath your nails with a nail brush and you just go under, even if you underdo your nails and try, but if you have nails, like I do long nails, you need to use a nail scrubber. Just they're a buck. Yeah. Maybe 50 Uh, cents. I can't even remember. I I have them stored all the time, but that's a big deal. Like I would say Um, other things that, yeah. And we got to think about other things. People don't think about touching your cabinets in your kitchen. You're probably yeah. cleaning your sinks. You're probably cleaning your door handles and all, but people touch your cabinets and your sink all the time. Your mm-hmm. TV remotes, microwave buttons, um, the buttons on your stove. Like like those things probably need to be washed on a regular basis if people are you have multiple people in your house. Yeah. Um. You know, because I know people keep on saying about your phone, your this that. Everybody kind of knows that. Yeah, There's little, that's a given. You know, either you're like toaster. You, you toast toast, you didn't wipe it off, you should. Coffee pot, wipe it off. Like, if you're a person that goes outside the home and comes back in and touches stuff. Like, that's, mm-hmm. you know, or in your workplace. Because that, that's one thing that I did love about my workplace is all of us thought of all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. And we all really tried to keep each other very healthy and so far I was healthy and like I said until I had to get laid off um they're not getting as much um as many orders as they need to even though they do provide things for the medical community um but how things are going they're not ordering the type of things they're ordering um just disposable stuff at this point so there wasn't enough of us to you know, have to stay there to do it. They had to lessen the amount of people that are still open at this point. But I'm really, you know, hoping for the best that they uh, bounce back and all. Because, you know, yeah, the equipment and things that they do and they provide. Yeah, no, like, that's one of the things people really do fail to realize is that businesses are essential especially manufacturers but if you're not getting enough orders or you're not getting enough business you're gonna get shut down this goes way beyond restaurants uh retail and all that like if no one's buying like your product because this is just simple well i was very 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 shocked that since we were within the medical community was very shocked at um that we slowed down like we did Mm -hmm. um except for like i said the disposable items which eventually is going to run out because it's very hard to make enough of those for them to go out but um 
I, I was I was pretty surprised. Um, the things that are booming here is actually food industry mm. because people's panic and right. anywhere from a potato chip factory to you know applesauce and stuff they're booming right. and that's where i was like really really kind of surprised of um you know not saying that people didn't need food but i'm saying like um not not going to lie, I feel like some people's been petty and stuff in some of the conversations that I've had where people are like, oh, well, I, I have food, but it just wasn't something that it wasn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Or someone was telling me that they couldn't find bread and they couldn't find bread. And, you know, they had kids. So you're worried about looking for bread for them. And then you hear that she's like, oh, yeah, well, my husband, like we did get bread. But my husband, he was like, he just wanted he had a hankering for like French toast. So we ended up using Dude. a loaf and a half of bread. A loaf and a half of bread he used because he wanted French toast. And then had her asking everybody to try to get her bread. Wow. Just I was wow. really I was just like oh. So that that's where, you know. Us as a society depends on who's always used to getting what they want or who's used to doing without. I'm not saying um, that understanding what it is French toast, but you could have made like two pieces, man. Yeah. And so, you know, not a loaf and a half. Like who, mm-hmm. like if you really wanted the taste and that's the thing that he didn't need that like, uh, and it, and I was even looking for her. And then when she said that, I was like, I'm never looking for something for her again because her family's very um, privileged in that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the other thing I will have to say. Um, some of us are on our own. Some of the people that I've worked with in my lifetime and stuff and know, they just work for their extra money. Yeah. Um, that's a hard one to swallow sometimes when they're the ones that complain all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, well, it's easy for them to say that. Cause like I was appreciating that I'm still working. Um, I don't know how the unemployment's going to be. I filed. It was very hard, very difficult here. Um, the page, whatever I kept one, I never got through on the phone. Um, luckily I had a coworker, um, that I talked to help me get through the process of it. Cause I've never had to do it. Um, and it was very nice, but the site is not the greatest. It's going to take a while and all of that. Um, but I know all of us are in this together. Who's, who's going through that. I'm not, you know, seeing um, boohoo me or anything like that. I was just saying um, my experience with it wasn't um, very easy. I hope some most people's is. Um, they said it wasn't for them either. They had to figure out some of the questions the way that they ask. Yeah. I'm sure every state or every county has their own way. Um, that's another thing. Like. I understand the way that our government works and, and all of that, but, but some things, you know, should just be set in stone. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, all right, because you know me being the conspiracy guy, and people who uh-huh. are listening know <laughs> that I'm the fucking conspiracy guy. Like, I know I'll go on a tangent, I go ramble on and on and on about this shit, but honestly, yeah. what. <laughs> What made me realize, I'm like, okay, the government is really fucking incompetent. And what made me realize that is that with the $2 trillion um, uh, paycheck you're supposed to receive and all that, they want you to pay it back. Did you hear about oh, this? Oh, really? I, no, I did not. No. They want you to fucking pay it back. Yeah, well, I don't even like that they are basing on, like, the year before. Because a lot changes in a year. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are divorced, lost a child, lost a spouse this and that if they're gonna like base it on a year ago not to 2019 but all the way to 2018 so much shit has happened that's stupid yeah job no job this and that what about people who had no job and then they all of a sudden got a job in 2019 like you know in january and they worked all the way through and then now it's like they don't get fucking shit that sucks. Like, I don't think, yeah. I, I hate the way that they do, they judge things. One, and I'm not even banking on it, and I don't even care what they're going to say, because I don't believe it. Mm. I don't, and if it happens, it does. But if I need to pay it back, I will just hold the check and cash it and then pay it right back, because I ain't doing that. Yeah, no. I don't um... ever believe in, ever believe in using money you don't have. Yeah. Don't. Ever, ever, that's my biggest advice to people. Don't spend money you don't already have in your damn pocket. And what I mean by that, if you know you have to give it back, don't spend it that way. Yeah, no, but from what I'm hearing and what from I'm reading through social media and like all the links they're providing and all, Mm -hmm. what, what they're going to do is like all right they're gonna give you the 1200 but it's gonna yeah. be included in your taxes for the following year which is right so I then, think you have to fucking file it. then you have to file it and then you have to pay it i, I understand what they're doing mm-hmm. and i would just rather not bother yeah because i mean to get it's almost like getting a loan but you have to pay it back, and I'm sure they'll make you pay it back then some because they'll have taxes on it. So yeah. really you're $1,200, but you're going to have to pay like 1600 back. And that's, you know, and you don't even have a choice in the matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you had a choice in the matter, that's different. But I don't think, you know, they're really going to give you a choice in the matter. Yeah. Well... All I have to say that about, you know, about that is people, I know, I mean, 
I'm gonna get shit for from the listeners. Um, <laughs> taxation sorry, okay. is a fucking scam. It's a fucking pyramid scheme, and fucking what all it is is fucking theft. It's your money. People are like, oh, the government's giving us money. Oh, my God. Motherfucker, it's your money. I'm sorry. I don't get <laughs> any money. Um, I never have. So I would love to know these people who get money. <laughs> Me, too. I wonder how the fuck they get money, too, because I'm like, I'm not going to get shit. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I really gotten anything um back um even my taxes are like and and like i said it depends on where you live mm-hmm. like i'm sorry but people who live in the city get a lot more they act like they don't and stuff but they have more accessibility and um to programs agree with. And things like that and i'm not saying that they get more by all means i'm i'm not um judging or saying one way or another but um i know here you know in a more rural area of what you would have to do they really and you're so they're bored here Mm -hmm. (laughs) so they have like five cases of something so they get on it like like probably in the cities they're so overwhelmed so so that I, I am not saying anything by people who apply or do stuff. I mean, if you can get help, I'm glad that people that can get help. Like I, I don't want people to not get help with things. But um, it's yeah, crazy no, to how it's all different for different places that you live and everything. Right. Um, no, most def- at definitely. At this point, because how much government is in your face now. If, because I understand there's different states and understand the way our government works, and I do, and it's supposed to be a hierarchy as things go, like your your county does what it does, and then it goes to your state, and then it goes to the thing, but I don't like when of them, um, what's the word, contradict each other contradict so yeah yeah, they contradict each other like where one state your county has a law but your state like contradicts it and then ruins it and then you go to the next thing and then federal and stuff Mm -hmm. like like that stuff shouldn't be able to happen in any way or form to where you're constantly in this loophole of like trying to figure it out like it, like if it, like the federal should only be able to be federal if every motherfucking state says yes. Right. That should be. Mm-hmm. A federal law shouldn't be able to be a federal law unless every state says it. And all the way up, like for every one. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I wholeheartedly list, agree with that. This and that and all that. Like, some states have death, some states don't, this and that. Da, da. Come on. Like, either you're either a killing country or not. I'm not saying I agree with it either way. But that should be on the top totem. Like, that shouldn't be by state or anything. 
I feel like either you kill people for the crimes they did or you don't kill people for the crimes they did. It shouldn't be by state is what I think. And that mm. is really how I feel. And that's what makes you look, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, other countries and stuff have their own way of doing it. Um, but I think then that would settle that instead of each state kind of wondering this and that and everything else. And, you know, and, and, and it be, you know, like however many states agreed to that, then it would be a federal thing. Doesn't matter what your state said. It matters the federal thing. So if like, you know, say 35 states out of the, however many states we have says yes. And it's the majority. Um, then, you know, then it's a yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, things like that. But, but yes, that's the other <laughs> thing we have to worry about is the prisons. Like they've been talking about how they are like with this virus. Mm -hmm. They might be the most protected. Oh, most definitely. Like, um, in some situations, at least the guys in solitary, but, I, I mean, how are persons taken care of? Are they really clean? Are they not? I'm not sure. Um, um, that's I'm not really too entirely sure about that either. I mean, okay. um, I probably have to ask like someone that works in like the prison sure. system. That, that's I know not a couple a people. Three but... I know. So, mm. I mean. You got to worry about them, too. I mean, mm. I know they're criminals, but, you know, we have workers well, there. Yeah. No, I think... And their job's definitely a necessity. Yeah. Yeah, no, so... what's it called? Um, because when I, when I first heard that they're letting some prisoners go and all that, I was like, what the fuck are they thinking? But... Mm -hmm. What made me realize, like, okay, they're doing it because of the um, people who who work in the prison. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I'm like, you know. It depends on the prisoners that's going. I mean. Um, yeah, that's it. Some of the things are so outdated at this point. Yeah. I mean, and I am sorry that other people might think I'm wrong for saying that. But. If you've been committed of a crime that now it's not a crime and it's legal, that should automatically let them go. Like, oh, yeah. they've made the legalization of marijuana, and I understand that there's a lot of, you know, things that you have to go through for it and all, but for real... People who have gotten in trouble for that should have gotten let free at this point since they legalized it. Mm -hmm. um, and other types of crimes, I'm sure, that are out there that they, um, you know, are, they were so harsh back in the day and they're not anymore. Um, you know, I mean, some things I feel like they really need to reevaluate. Um, and we pay them for that. And I just wonder why. 
I mean, they act like they're so overwhelmed and it's so overwhelming for all of that stuff and everything. And I, and I wonder just how, um, right. There's a lot of them there. There's, it's not like there's not thousands of lawyers and this and that and everything else in our system and, and stuff. It's all free for all, it seems. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, like for real, um, I actually agree with you, like with the legalization with, uh, marijuana, cannabis, um, people who got arrested for it and are doing serious time for it since like should be off they should be let go they should be fucking let go like they should be reevaluated talk to them about it and then let them know that you know what's going on now with it and if they decide if they decide to get back involved with it that they have to do it in a legal manner that's it they should have yeah. to do like a fucking class, like a yeah. fucking class, and then be released. Mm-hmm. Like anyone who's is in any trouble for marijuana, I don't even care if they like brought over pounds and pounds of it. Now that it's legal, that's wrong. I am so sorry. They should not be in there. That's just my opinion. Oh no, I agree. If they had other drugs involved. Also, then you would have to separate the two and lessen their sentence for what if it was just the one type of drug. Like, say, they had this much marijuana, but also had some coke. And actually, if they just had the coke, they would have probably only got whatever. But because it was both, they got this much back in the day. They should get their, their sentence lessened. That, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um. No, and actually, that's a way later. to go. I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, the the drug situation is crazy to me because it depends on what spectrum you are on the drugs, whether you're, you know, a straight drug person or whether you're a person in the medical community that does the drug stuff. Right. Well... I think we should probably wrap that up. Um, I wanna, I wanna thank you for being on the podcast and. Uh huh. Um, got any last thoughts on what you know? Just words of an, of encouragement or anything like like that sort. You know. Well, honestly, I just hope people stay safe, stay clean, keep stuff, you know, uh, wiped down and all that. But um, honestly, if you have someone close to you, love them. And people who aren't close to you, Skype them. Let them know you're there. You can still give a phone call, a text. Let people know they're still loved. Um, I think everybody will get through it, you know, clean down stuff, all that. Yeah. But really, I think the connection is going to be more key. I think people are getting a little creeped out about that. And, Mm. you know, phone call, that's really good. Better than a text. Give them a call. 
Right. And also, I just want to leave this podcast um, just saying that we're all in this together. Even the, I'm not trying to be, even the assholes that are still going out and all that. We still love you. It's just you're not being responsible. And you start yeah, just stay fucking home. Like, I get it. You need connection. You want to escape. But now is the time to reflect on yourself. Be with people that you're close with and just be responsible and be safe now i love you guys um hopefully i can uh get more people on here so like i i don't want to get people to be bored and all that just listening <laughs> to silly old me um just rambling on but i just really want to thank you pris like and it's really an honor for well i think it's really an honor for me personally for you being the very first guest on here like 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 a legit guest so well thank you well thank you so much for the invite i appreciate it and i hope you know yeah, People no. Like what anytime. I say, I hope they do. And if not, I understand. And, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, tell people stay safe. No judgment. We just want all of us to, like, do good. And, and like I said, if you need to reach out to somebody, reach out to them before it gets to be bad. Like, anyone. Text, anything. Even all that shit. Yeah, you know, I know, I know. Uh, Josh has shit on his like Instagram. Text him, message him, voice him. Me, we'll connect you <laughs> to me. It's all good. We're yeah. we're good. We're we're just peoples. We're yeah, just trying. We're here for you. Yeah, like yeah. no matter you can what. Bitch at me. I'm okay. Bitch at me. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna get mad at you later. I'll get mad at you for a minute. But I'll get, but I'll be alright the next day. <laughs> well, yeah, we had those days, but that's oh, that's, that's the part. Right. <laughs> that's the part of being human and like being in relationships, like friends or romantic relationships or anything like that. You, you're gonna have your days. Nothing's perfect, but anyways. Stay safe out there, you beautiful bastards, and I love you. Till next time. Bye. Next time.